0: Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website, c 3 churchtopolorgnz Now for this week's message. So please, you're here this morning, and um, I don't have a lot of time, which is no trouble. But I've got a couple of messages in me this morning. I feel like I've got a two-part series. But uh, God, I was, I was praying this morning, and uh, God showed me so clearly, obviously, uh, these guys, and, you know, if you're still struggling with, with your liver, um, we'll just Lord bless that person, um, and it was a prophetic uh, he, uh, message that He just wants me to share with you because he wants to help you today. Because uh, life has a, a, a wonderful way of not going how we planned. I'm 39 years old, and, and uh, many of the plans of the man, but it is God who establishes their steps. And it's, there's been one or more U-turns in my life of plans that are, I thought were going to go one way and, and maybe went another way. But like Pearl said, it's all a setup. Don't leave the table while the miracle's in the making. God's in the kitchen cooking you up a miracle. Don't go to McDonald's and get a cheap drive-through meal of the world that's going to leave you hungrier than when you started. But with Sarah and I, as you'll know, not um, uh, just last year, we we had a dream become a reality. We purchased this land um, out by Kinloch, ten acres of land. And uh, for our entire married life, which is over 19 years now, Sarah has always wanted horses. And, and so late last year, this became a reality. We got two horses, uh, Storm and Bowden. So this was, this, was a, this was a really big moment for Sarah in particular. And it was a wonderful moment for me to be able to see my wife actually get one of these dreams that she'd been patiently 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 waiting for but I, what I just want to speak really briefly into your heart this morning is how to carry on when a dream becomes a disaster because it's what it's like it's one thing to have a dream but they always a huge part of a dream is fantasy now, God doesn't want your heart set on fantasy. He wants your heart set on a dream. Dream and fantasy are two different things. Fantasy is fantasy. A dream is a delayed reality. A fantasy is, 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 just, is, is just that. It is like the morning mist. It is here one moment and gone the next. But a dream from God is not meant to stay in you. It's meant to come out of you and become something. So a dream is a delayed reality. It is, a, I've seen it, I've tasted it, I've experienced, before, I've experienced it before I've experienced it. Like I've seen it in here, I've held it in here, I've smelled it, in, in all, and then it becomes a reality and it's almost normal when it comes because you've already experienced it. But a dream can be, can have disastrous moments in it. But it's not always a sign that it was not a dream. It's just par for the course. Like this book will tell you from cover to cover that every man and woman and child that has had a God-given dream, 95% of it was a disaster. And there's the 5% that was was all miraculous and all wonderful, but there's these huge chunks of their life where they're living parts of it that were painful and difficult and didn't make sense. So we get these horses and it's a dream and they're like running through the paddocks and it's all, like, it's ro- almost romantic. Well, it is for Sarah. And, um, and I'm like, hi, you know. <laughs> She's all gushy over these whole, look at his mane and, you know, whatever, I don't care. But it... <laughs> But if it's only a matter of time before the dream, it bites you. And the dream, it stands on your feet. True story. And both the dreams jump over the fences and break them. And not only break the fence, get all cut up. And the dream needs its teeth fixing and its its hooves trimming. And then the, the dream has a limp. And it's going far slower than it should be. And who's got a dream that right now it feels like it's limping a little bit? Yeah, I see. Be bold. Put your hand up. God is not ashamed of your dream limping. Don't you be ashamed of it limping either. Oh, everyone else's dream's galloping and going full pace and got no problems. No, no, you just have to look through that very thin curtain and you will see behind there a whole world of problems. But we have this. And the dream, if you've got a dream, but right now it feels like a disaster, do not freak out. Do not think you're going in the wrong direction. Many of us had a dream when we got married. Feels like a disaster, right? Why did I even marry them? What was I thinking? We had dreams and we had children. Oh, they're just going to be angels. <laughs> Mate, own said first parents only. Every second child parent is like, we sure you want to do this, babe? Like we can, you know, be cat people or dog people, or. <laughs> but who knows that when you're raising children, the dream can become a disaster, and they do things that you you told them. Not to do, they should know better, and they get maybe tangled up with the wrong friends and and go down the wrong track and, and end up far off from God. God is telling you this morning, the dream is still valid. The dream is still good. Do not give up on it. It may be limping. It may have fallen on a fence. It may be a little bit banged up. It's called character. People pay big money for things with character, and your dream, if it's got character, is worth a big price. It's worth paying for. I'm telling you this this morning because there's people here. I saw it so clearly in your question. God, where are you? My dreams become a disaster. And my dream was a God dream. Maybe it was a move to Topo or a move to somewhere else, or you sold something, you decided to didn't to, oh, make a move, and you, you did it, and it, was, it felt so good at the time. So like having babies. If only it felt that good for, you know, the 70 years of their life. But it doesn't. But if you never had that feeling, you'd never get moving. It's the catalyst to the dream machine coming alive. Like that sudden rush of energy to a starter motor when you turn the key on your engine. You know what it's called? It's called getting excited. The starter motor, it gets all excited because it gets this impulse of energy to turn the motor, to, to get the main thing going. You can't run your vehicle on the starter motor. Many of you have tried. You've either flattened your battery or burnt it out. But without that sudden impulse of energy, the main thing will never get going. So that impulse you had was not you running after your emotions. That impulse you had was not you getting caught up in the moment. That impulse you had was a gift from God to get the main thing underway. And now the big engine's just turning and it doesn't have the same whiz to it, and it doesn't have the same impulse to it, and it doesn't have the same energy to it, but that is the dream machine continuing to turn in your life, and what we can do is we want to run back to to the little impulses. Just give me another zap. Just give me another rush. Just give me another. No, no. Let the big engine burn. Let the big wells keep on turning. Rolling Dixie. Like, let's just keep this thing pumping down the tracks. Don't give up on the dream. Maybe it feels disastrous. Do not quit. This is what God is telling you this morning. It's just momentary. You have not been overlooked. You have not been forgotten. And just because you're having some wobbly years or wobbly decades, you want to you worried about wobbly decades? Read this: wobbly generations, after generations, after generations. Four hundred years in slavery. Until a redeemer comes. Generations. When the dream turns into a disaster. When the dream turns into a prison. When the dream turns into persecution. When the dream turns into misunderstanding. When the dream turns into the, the, the monster that you don't want to look at. Do not quit. Let, it, let God finish what he has started in your life. I really wanting this message to get in someone's spirit this morning. You're looking for that that wit, that 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 feel-good moment again. It's called maturity. Like all the kids want is frozen coke. Yeah. Ah, you know, like <laughs> just they want they want the rush, the hit of sugar. And the kids, like whatever, have a frozen coke, it costs a dollar and it melts in the sun and you tip it out. But, you know, the Apostle Paul said to grow up as well, to mature. He said, he wrote to the church, I should be giving you, you know, I should be on my way to visit you. I should be going past M21 meats and getting the finest cut of Wagyu, you know, beef to come and give to you. But I'm not. I'm going past the Superette and getting you two liters of trim milk. Because it's all you're built for. He's like, you should be growing up. Carrying the weight of the gospel, carrying the weight of the dream. You know what the best thing for a train is? Weight. The best thing for a truck? Weight. The best thing for your life is weight, not this weight that I've got, like responsibility. Gives you traction in life, keeps you on the road. See a big truck driving down the road on a windy day with nothing in it? It's like a big snake. Fill it up with 40 tons. Things like a dream to drive. Maybe the problem with your life is you're trying to get the dream off you when you should be trying to get the dream on you. You're trying to get the weight off when life gets more wobbly. What's going on? This is the least I've ever done. That's your problem. (laughs) Like that is... That's not a place that's not a place of achievement. Like what can I get on me that's going to stick me to the call of God? What can I get on me that is going to stick me to the kingdom? What what can I get on me that is going to plant me and press me into the call of God? I'm not trying to get things off my life. Don't try and take stuff off me. I'm trying to get stuff on me that keeps me focused, that keeps my reason why so clear. Why am I doing this when I could be doing all these other things? I'm doing this because souls need to be saved, because the gospel, Needs to be preached because the church needs to rise because believers need to live with conviction in their heart that the cause of the kingdom of heaven is a far greater cause than their comfort or their bank balance or their overseas holiday that they can't have because of COVID or whatever. Like there's there's more at stake. There's more at stake than just living a nice life for sixty to eighty or you know whatever many years you get. Be happy with it. Don't try and get it off. Get it on. Put weight on it. You think my life's going, I'm just spinning my wheels. Just spinning in the call of God because you're trying to get it off you all the time. Trying to dodge it. Dodge responsibility. Commitment. Oh, the C word. (laughs) That's right. There's two naughty C words. All right, better wrap this thing up. (laughs) But I felt it so clearly this morning, and I wanted to, don't despair when the dream feels like it's a disaster. Don't. um, Trust me. Stay the course. And I've got this message in me this morning, and it's not the message I was intending to preach you know what I was going to preach? I was going to preach Luke 15 the comeback and you're like thank God he didn't like <laughs> Have you read it yet though? <laughs> I'm going to call ask you to respond in just a moment. This is a, this is this is the type of message that that you 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 step into. It's it's out here and you step into it. You, you, you take it. You, you come to the table and you get it. And you say, God, I'm taking this message that you've put out there this morning. I'm taking it with confidence that even though the dream is feeling like a disaster right now, I'm letting this message get in me and I'm letting there be another voice that is the voice of the Holy Spirit that is telling me to keep going. Not only is he telling me to keep going, he's telling me to buy in even more and stop selling out. Buy into the call, buy into the kingdom. And he's, there's going to be some people's hearts and the, you know, you're like, man, does my heart normally beat like this? No, it doesn't. It's God's hand on your life. Because it's time to step in again. It's time to go in deeper again. It's time to buy into the call of God again. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Stop trying to add the kingdom and seek everything else. Seek the kingdom, and God is faithful to add unto your life all that your life needs. He is God. We are not. We trust in Him. We lean not on our own. Understanding. Why don't you all stand with me this morning? We're going to. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.